Hello and welcome to season two of The Prime Actor with me, Maddie Ann Holt. And me, Rhiannon Mossin. In The Prime Actor, we bring you an all-access pass to the world of acting, singing, dance, musical theatre and all that's in between. The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, an award-winning part-time drama school with branches all over London. They are gearing up to open their doors very soon for face-to-face classes. And their sister company is Stage in the City, running all sorts of performing courses for adults, also opening up again in September. In The Prime Actor, we pool our knowledge, share our skills and tackle a topic every Friday that will put you in the know all about the world of acting. Today, we're talking no shame second jobs with actress, writer, teacher, director, and all round creative goddess, Emma Keel. Wow. Yes. That's the third attempt at that one. <laughs> wow. So, we, the reason that I've, I, I, we, Re and I were thinking about this one is because we actually had this conversation in the week about second mm-hmm. jobs. And it's a weird old time. Yeah. Second job's more important than ever, right? Is it is is second job becoming yeah. first job because yeah, of Corona? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think if you're lucky, your second job is a job that has got lots of importance to you, and you get lots of fulfilment out of anyway. So it should always ideally be a job that you can get as much joy out of as acting. That can be another career that runs alongside acting, writing, directing, whatever it is. Um, you know, something that's maybe a little bit rewarding creatively, like teaching that I do. Um, but yeah, at the moment, there ain't no stuff being made, is there? So yeah, second job is definitely first. I think um, lockdown taught me the, I was, I don't, I don't know how I glided for 10 years or so with, I mean, that's not true. I did have second jobs. I had a lot of second jobs, but never one like constant. I was always like in and out, in and out. I mean, I suppose that also, as you say, teaching is a second job. But um, this lockdown has made me just be like, oh, yes, that's really important. <laughs> just for, me- for the sake of mental health. Yeah, more than just have something that's a little bit more consistent. You know, we've all had that phase, particularly when we start out, where you're doing, as you say, 10 different things. But if your side hustle is as inconsistent as your main hustle in that way, then it can make you pretty anxious, right? So it's really nice to have a second thing that's maybe a little bit more consistent. Both of you, your second jobs been ones that you were already working on before so covid hasn't had to find you haven't had to find another second job what you were doing already has been able to see you through it has but it it nearly wasn't so when when lockdown happened i applied to work at the nightingale hospital and i trained to be a clinical support worker with lots of other people at the o2 and then i which we totally need to applaud well, before we say anything Yes, else. I, I feel a little bit of imposter syndrome at taking that applause because they didn't actually need as many people as they trained. So I never actually did it. So the intention was there, but... Uh... <laughs> the intention was there. And actually, like, we should celebrate the fact that you yeah, weren't needed like, from yeah. that side. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. So, um, so, yeah, in the end, I did end up just, just teaching on Zoom, as lots of people did. I kept doing the drama teaching and tried to make it work behind a screen, which was uh, fun and challenging and slightly weird. <laughs> which, yeah. no, but it was, it was amazing for us to witness as well, particularly with the children that you work with. We did, um, or you can talk about this, Emma, but the monologue slam yeah. that you did with the students was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, they them. did really well. You know, it's obviously a, an easy thing to do when they're all in their own environment at home. So, you know, doing monologues was the obvious choice. 
but actually it became really nice that there was then a slightly competitive nature and that they could then all join up in one event at the end of the six weeks and see each other's work you know that was really lovely really lovely yeah yeah and all the all the nice comments they were making about each other on the chat was very sweet (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I look I watched that later and I was looking at the chat and it was adorable (laughs) (laughs) they don't Um, say that in person no they're much lovelier on zoom than they are in person (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah I mean I uh did basically what you did Emma but then took uh, created a job because <laughs> I was so panicked and yeah was and created this job and was just so panicked that I was like well, I don't know what to do and I don't know what I'm going to do and actually it's been great and I think uh I don't know about you Emma but like the you you said there about like the the side being able to be in a position where by like if the side hustle was to take the place of the of the main hustle that that would be okay for a time because I think I've done those jobs a lot uh, where I've been like, oh God, I hate this. Oh, and actually I feel like my mental health and my anxiety just like goes, it just is awful. And then that takes a retract from your main Yeah, absolutely. Hustle. And then the whole thing exactly. kind of spirals, right? Because you're in an audition situation mm-hmm. or you're trying to write or direct or whatever it is. And actually you're not in a great space to do that mentally because of where your side hustle has put you, you know. Um, So, yeah, I think it's really important if you can. I know it's tricky to find something that can keep you going mentally, not just financially. (laughs) Well, let's talk about survival jobs. So, obviously, now is the time. I mean, mean, you know, I think with that, we're going to have to bring up the Katie Jarvis EastEnders actress who, you know, it was a while ago now, but still more personal than ever, that the, the complete media shaming that happened of Katie Jarvis when she was seen, I think, doing security. Security, yeah. Yeah, and that was, you know, so wrong on so many levels, and I thought she handled it brilliantly when she came and responded to that, because not only are they kind of diminishing her and what she's doing to support her family, but it's also diminishing people that work in that job, not as a side hustle, as as their their, their career, you know. So it's, yeah, I thought she handled that brilliantly in terms of how she responded to that, and I think, you know, it's a disgrace that that she was made to feel that way, really, you know, awful. <laughs> so, it, well, it was, in terms of survival jobs, oh. can we talk through, have I you done a lot? So have you many. done loads yeah. of Can we go yeah, through Yeah, definitely. Them? I'm um, interested. Can we have a, a top top three? Uh, selling top three selling money to burglar alarms uh, is a favourite, so if Amazing. anyone would like me to do a security advisory session, I'm your lady. <laughs> Um, washing dishes in a Chinese restaurant, that was loads of fun. My goodness, those sauces are difficult to get off plates, they're so sticky. Um, and then the usual, you know, temping, admin roles, bar work, waiting, you know, lots of the other stuff as well. Mm. What about you, Ray? Uh, I uh, worked, I, I did a lot of bar work, um, which I loved, but like, you know, 2 a.m. finishes are not for me. <laughs> anymore uh and i also worked in a call center when i was still acting and it was the worst you're both like nodding at me really like yeah i feel you and i walked out which you know i'm fairly conscientious i wouldn't normally do that but it was really walk up mid shift it was oh yeah yeah walked out mid shift it was it was like cold calling for charities which i thought would be more kind of 
uh, I could deal with that better because I was like, oh, it's for a good cause. But actually, and this is no reflection on the charities themselves, but that that kind of way of trying to get money out of people is not something I'm comfortable with. So So. I too have walked out of a call centre job. Yeah, you see? Badge of honour. So I didn't, I did one call and I left. One call. And then the other, and I'm, I'm not one to like, I don't like making a scene. I mean, in that way, like I'm not confrontational. I'm not whatever. And the other one, I've also walked out of another job, which was awful. You know, those people who come up to you, um, mainly like younger women, mainly on the street in like Oxford Circus or something. And they'll be like, oh, you look really beautiful. Um, I've actually got this, like, I'd love to do some oh. photos and, like, we've got this makeup package and you should be a model. You are beautiful. And then you compliment Gora. And so I was trained in basically how... I think it's quite interesting, but how to, like, go, oh, my God, like, I love your dress. Or, or And then from there, be like, where do you get... No. How old are you? You, are, you look amazing. And I, I mean, ju- I, just... I will have side-eyed you very, very seriously, <laughs> you know, circa just... 2007. <laughs> yeah, so for me, no. But um, I think there is, um, and we were talking about this in the week, that, that there's, that, that, like, taking your power back, even at a time like this, it's hard, it's near impossible, but it is possible. And for actors who, who make their own work, that... Um, you know, like if they're doing writing projects and if they're doing, you know, creating their own theatre company or whatever, obviously it's very difficult right now, but that can be, like, the saviour. Creating your own work. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of that for you, do you do, like, you do, I mean, you do a lot of stuff, um, but in terms of writing and in terms of creating your own work, that's talk to us about that because you've got a theatre company right I do yeah I've got a theatre company called Reduced Circumstances um uh and yeah that's definitely kept me going not not even necessarily talking about now with what's going on in 2020 but but I set it up as a response to feeling frustrated and and not getting the work opportunities I wanted and seeing lots of talented friends not getting the work opportunities they wanted so it was really just a slightly selfish thing of wanting to create opportunities for everyone around me uh, and myself, <laughs> um, you know, and it's been great in that way, you know, as, as well as doing the shows, we also did showcases and things. So writer mates could, you know, doing scratch nights of 10 minute excerpts of, of writer mates is full length plays, you know, it's, yeah, that's just been such a, a lifesaver. I'd recommend that to anyone starting out. It's, you know, you use your friends and colleagues as resources, you know, get together and make it happen yourself. Because no one's going to, um, no one's going to offer it to you on a plate, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. And I guess that teaches the business skills too, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we were chatting the other day, weren't we, about this idea of, of actors being actor warriors that are kind of invincible and industry proof that can do lots of different things. And I just think that's so important. You know, you need to be able to produce your work, write your work, design it, do the whole thing. Uh, or if you don't know someone else who can and, and work as a team, you know, collaboration. Um, I think it's really important and maybe there's not as much focus on that uh, you know when you're actually training if you're doing a three-year acting course or a one-year acting course maybe they do now but certainly when I was training there wasn't much emphasis on all the other stuff and you know maybe there should be 
think that'd be really useful. Well, yeah, even even you know being self-employed and everything yeah. that comes along with that, like yeah. you come out of of training <laughs> and oh right, I didn't realise that suddenly I'm responsible for all of these things. Yeah, tax returns and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, sorry, <laughs> what? Sorry, I just wanted to go and stand on a stage. Uh, so true. you do have to have you know a basic understanding of all of that so that you don't get yourself into a pickle. You know, yeah, a pickle is the <laughs> yeah. word. Emma. A- absolutely. And also just the frames of reference, you know, when you're in a voice class at drama school, they're saying when you're working at the National, when you're working at the RSC, I think it'd be lovely if they said when you're doing some outdoor piece or when you're doing some immersive thing or when you're doing some forum theatre or, you know, the millions of other things that there are available to actors. Um, you know, it'd be nice if there was a broader, a broader training in that way. Maybe there is now, but I don't think there was 15 years ago when I trained. <laughs> well, no, there wasn't. I mean, there wasn't 10 years, well, I'm talking 10 years ago. There wasn't for me either. I remember, though, there was one half-hour class in tax, and I um, d- was, I, I just did not listen to a single word, because <laughs> I just, I was like, oh, I'm not going to need this. Uh, I, I was like, oh, it's optional. Oh, I, I'm not going to need this. And then literally, that's how naive I was. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that, actually. I'm not going to do tax. <laughs> Brilliant. I was actually, that was actually it. my awesome. thinking. Yeah, I, are you doing tax? I'm not doing tax. Yeah. yeah it was like... <laughs> Brilliant. Maddie and was preempting <laughs> Bitcoin in advance. I love it. Like, ready, let's love go. Mm-hmm. If only it was optional. <laughs> if only. Wow. wow. <laughs> I wouldn't, oh, yeah, funny. I wouldn't do it. Um, there's a, uh, there's a, a, an amazing list here that um, I wanted to read, which is um, second job, the coolest second jobs of, uh, well, this is kind of celebs as well, but I just thought, oh, you know, this is like a really fun list to look at. So, and some of them as well, I don't know, I'll, when, I'll go through them, but some of them I'll look at them and I'll be like, that's wicked. Like, that is so business savvy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you ladies know about her, Marie Forleo. Actually, Rhea, I think we've had this conversation. Everything is figureoutable. Brilliant. Love it. So American. It's so great. And she is a businesswoman extraordinaire. And she is like a, the epitome of creating, making yourself a creative agency. And like the side, 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 side hustle. So, um, Bono, U2 fame, mm-hmm. uh, hotelier. Huh? So I would have he... definitely thought you would have said charity worker for him. <laughs> you know, yeah. what with his big charity giving. Yeah, uh, no, they owned, they bought the Clarence Hotel in Dublin and then basically invested in it. Smart. Oh, right, so not bellboy. Huh? Yeah, I had visions of him on reception, checking people <laughs> in there, and I was quite excited. <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's more than a side hustle. That would be great, wouldn't it? Can I take um, your luggage, madam? Oh, it's Bono. So... <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Um, Tom Selleck. Tom Avocado Selleck. farmer. Brilliant. Avocado farmer. Now, yes. again, is he in the field, kind of sleeves rolled up? Or does he own the avocado farm with his men? Um, Do we know? Yeah, is this he... pre-fame, like pre-Magnum, or? Um, <laughs> it says, uh, Selleck doubles, doubles as a commercial avocado farmer. With 2,100 trees on his 60-acre ranch in California, Selleck works the farm himself, saying that the physical activity is a good antidote to the stress of his on-screen life. Amazing, absolutely. I'm here for it. I'm yeah, here for it. We love you, Tom Selleck. good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, and then there's a lot of like James Franco as a teacher. Like uh, teaching was obviously huge. I mean, like even if you look at someone like Gwyneth Paltrow, who you know maybe we won't go into this, the actual smells of her candles, but <laughs> we will not. We will not. <laughs> but you know, she calls herself a lifestyle entrepreneur, and I think like it is so important to, like you said, Em, like to when you got the face of companies going, you learn about marketing, you learn about the frameworks of business, you learn about financial forecasting, even on a tiny level. Um, we're actually doing this entrepreneurship scheme at Anafina and Tini, which is a brand new thing, which um, is going to hopefully bring some of those soft business skills to the students, um, which I think is going to serve them really well. Creating Active Warriors, you see, it's happening. You the training see? I was talking about it's is be happening. Whole, I love it. A whole army of them. Yay. So let's finish up with some top tips from Emma on um, kind of keeping that no shame around the second jobs going. Top three, let's go. Top three. So number one, whatever it is that is keeping you going financially, it's having a positive outlook, even if it's not something you love doing, that it's something that's keeping you going whilst you do what you love doing. There is absolutely no shame in that. Um, number two is if you can do something that is a fulfilling side career that runs in parallel with your acting, then that's even better. Um, and it doesn't even need to be industry related. If there's something else that is a big part of who you are, like Gwyneth Paltrow and her lifestyle website, you know, that's obviously who she is as a person. And so she's kept that going because it's all about a holistic way of living. And that's what she believes in, you know, so it can be totally separate to the industry not just uh, something within the industry. Um, and number three is just keep going. Everybody has something else that they need to do while they're working in the creative industries, even those famous people that you think are earning millions and don't need to. Um, you know, chances are they do other stuff on the side as well. So keep mm. going, people, keep going. <laughs> they have an avocado farm. They have an avocado farm. Even and they celebrities. Amazing. That's, we've had that ben, ben that we had on the podcast, he had a, a, a vineyard. He lives in Cornwall, got a couple of adverts straight after drama school and then bought himself a small vineyard in Cornwall. That's so, a very smart side hustle. It's a, it's a very, very smart. smart. I want to do yeah. it And as now. a competition for selling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I might, I might not have any profits, though, if I had my own vineyard. So that might be a bit dangerous for me. I like a glass of wine on a weekend. <laughs> um, and thank you so much for all your words of wisdom. And oh, if you have a burning question to ask about the world of acting or agency, The Prime Actor has his own Instagram. Give us a follow at The Prime Actor podcast we're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate inspire or just make you laugh this week is from actor director and hero uh, jack nicholson who said acting is everybody's favorite second job love that and um, thank you for listening uh, if you want to learn more about the anna fiorentini theater and film school then you can head to their website www.annafiorentini.com thanks for listening Bye. Bye.